0: Welcome back to the podcast. Yes. Hints is in the house.
1: We're back again. In our house. It's a new week. It's a new day for me. And I'm feeling like it's time to talk about board games.
0: Well, (laughs) (laughs) and that's on that. Um, Yes, today's podcast is about board games.
1: Before we start, if you are audio listener only right now, We do have video podcasts. If you go to YouTube, you can see our pretty, pretty faces. This will be the third week, I believe, that we have video to accompany audio.
0: And if we're wearing the same clothes as last week...
1: And if you're blind, I'm very, very sorry.
0: (laughs) Um, Today we will be discussing board games. Before we start into that conversation, we need to establish some things. One... We started collecting board games. Some ground rules in like 2018-ish. We had some yes. when we moved here. I, yeah, in I would say
1: we got hardcore into board games middle of 2018. I would say sure.
0: I would say too that we we found some friends right in the beginning of the pandemic. Friends we already had, but we found out that they were board gamers right at the beginning-ish of the pandemic, and we were at their house like. Well, I, I think I
1: think we knew, I just think, like, we knew Brock and Camille were board sure. gamers because they had already introduced us to a oh, wider that's true. spectrum yeah. of board games at that time. We just, we would play with them very randomly. It, yeah. it, we wouldn't set aside time to play with just them. It would more so, we'd have, like, you know, two or three families over and they were included right. in that. And so they would, like, bring games and we'd have games and, you know, we would play. Right. But,
0: we started getting more involved with them as, like... I call them now our board game friends. You're more than that. We love you, but um, we go over to their house now once a week. They live right around the corner, and during the the start of like Rona, when no one was doing anything, no one was going anywhere. We were at their house like two or three or more times a week to play games. Usually
1: just twice a week. I want to say. I feel like we were there all the time. We love them. So I still it was had fine. to work. I was still working. At yeah, the time,
0: but so. with your five on ten off, we could be there as much as we. That wanted. only
1: lasted for like two months. Not even a month, maybe. Hmm. And then we went five on, five off, so we could have sure, our crew schedule. But then, yeah, it was working anyway, days. Either way, that is not what
0: this podcast is about. <laughs> this podcast is about board games. To establish a baseline for you when we say that we are, like, board gamers and we have board game friends. Like, we are not your, and we talked about this a little bit in the first episode, we are not your average board game people. We are not, oh, we right. like Monopoly and right. Catchphrase like and Monopoly, taboo. the
1: game of life. No,
0: we are not those people. Yeah,
1: those are not. We have...
0: At present moment of recording, one hundred and seven board games that have been, that are on the inventory sheet. I have an inventory sheet. If you guys know anything about me, that is not a surprise.
1: Um, I mean, I have an app. It tracks board games and plays and until your phone dies and then it gets rid of everything for you. Yes, and then I synced my account.
0: And so that doesn't happen again. So
1: hopefully, if it ever happens again, I won't lose um, everything.
0: So at present moment, we have 100. But it actually was games. kind of a
1: blessing in disguise because I had people in the app.
0: Oh sure, that don't that live I, here anymore or well, were just that we're not gonna play. Plays.
1: Yeah, like we had one or two plays with them, and it's like I added them, but then I couldn't delete them. Mm. So now you can be more careful about who you add. Right, exactly. I've only added like four people, five people maybe.
0: Sure. So. um of these 107 on this inventory sheet, we have them listed by obviously name, um, time it takes to play, max amount of players, and level of difficulty, so that we can best judge the company that we're with and the types of games that we will want to play. With most of our friends, yeah. we lean towards the like level one, level two of difficulty for games, um, and it, the party games just, because it, there's yeah, it more just people. depends on what
1: people are in the mood to play. Like if some people are really in the mood to. You know play a a heavy game who have never I mean for example for for me I would say my interest in board games peaked or not peaked but started when I was in middle school and it was honestly I was playing risk like and mm. when I was in middle school I played risk once and I was like that was a really awesome fun board game like who knew board games could be so fun?
0: For reference now, at this point, we've deemed Risk as a level one difficulty.
1: So. Yeah, Risk is not a very difficult game. No. It's it's your easiest dudes on a map game that you're gonna find. Sure. Um, but so my interest started there. And then like growing up, we would play like Monopoly, the game of life. Like we would play those games mm-hmm. and it was fun, but that stuff never got me into board games. Like right. playing Monopoly never made me want to play Monopoly. Again, or like sure investigate other board games. It was just like yeah. we're, we played Monopoly, and as it an only child, three hours people I got angry. I didn't really have a lot of sure
0: that like yeah. I I had some card games like briefly like my mom taught me how to play Canasta, and we played this game card game called Set. Um, we didn't really do the the Phase Ten and the Skip Bow or those mm. kinds of things. Um, and then we other play otherwise like just played other card games with like a regular deck of cards. Dutch Blitz is one that I've had in my like inventory since i was in like fifth grade um but otherwise i wasn't really into board games because i just didn't have anyone to play with (laughs) right
1: so then in high school i had uh, a friend uh, jeremy gardner and i believe alex volman they both came over and jeremy brought settlers of Catan. And we played that game.
0: Ah, the gateway game. And,
1: right, it was yeah. <laughs> Settlers of Catan is a gateway game, <laughs> in my opinion, gets people into board gaming. Yeah. Um, so and that's what I think really like kicked off my interest in like sure. oh there are like some other very games. like strategic. Yeah minded like games it's not just like roll dice and like move a token down around the board or something right. like, like that would was be with the like sorry candy right of the that world, i played at really. that point was roll dice move a token right down a board and that Work kind for the of best. stuff right um and then uh i played dominion shortly after that jeremy also brought that one over and uh <laughs> let me tell you he did not go easy on me my yeah. first game of dominion which kind of turned me off to dominion which now like dominion that i've played it yeah. i'm like oh this is a great game. deck building game like love it love yeah. love a good deck building game but i was just like make i didn't understand strategy games i didn't understand dominion very well it was just kind of like he explained the rules and then we jumped into it and so i did like very very poorly because i was like buying like copper coins or yeah. whatever like because you can get a copper coin free every time if you can't buy it and i didn't really understand like stringing yeah. cards together and having like a really big long elaborate play where you sure get a ton of stuff all at once because you have this perfectly built deck of you know cards in your hand like so that kind of turned me off to dominion but not enough not enough that I didn't buy the game cuz I right. bought the game eventually cuz I was like I remember kind of having fun to this I yeah. just I think wasn't there's very good. certain
0: experiences that happen with people like that that don't explain very well and then like don't help you along yeah that have made me yeah. the type of board gamer and some people are like well don't help him and I'm like it's the first time playing like, right I just I want game, everyone to have a good experience right. more than I if care about winning. if it's a new
1: winning. game for me I want that experience and if it's a game that I really like that I'm introducing to people that I potentially want to play again I want to make sure people right. have a good time right because I'm gonna want to play it again I don't want people to not enjoy it right but then shortly after that uh, I didn't really play those games a whole lot like we would sometimes play Settlers of Catan like not you and me but like sure. me and like the people that were in the sound booth like that that crew of people we'd sometimes come over and play Settlers of Catan and it was never usually like super competitive mm-hmm. it was usually like kind of a joke <laughs> But very chill, right? Yeah. The last super time chill I played katana I got very heated. Yeah, did not go well. Yeah, it doesn't. doesn't it was never anything <laughs> like that. um Then we bought the game Forbidden Island. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I if we just either. saw it and thought it looked fun this or something. Now what is this? Yeah, weed. it was, it was <laughs> me and Lenora. We bought it, and that is a co-op game where you're like trying to get these four relics off of an island that is sinking, and there's like cards that make the island sink and then you can like mm-hmm. save parts of the it's island first co-op and... game experience right yeah it was mine too uh very similar to pandemic if you have if anyone's pandemic is a very popular game that people might play it's similar to that although i'm sure if you've played pandemic you probably know what forbidden island is so right anyways scotty got really really into that yes game. i, I remember. <laughs> i i don't remember i guess we invited him over and we're like
0: hey you want to play this with us right because
1: typically when scotty came over we were going to play video games right. you know we we're either, either going to play minecraft or uh uh, like Halo or something like that. Oh, Battle, Block <laughs> Battle Block Theater. Battle Block Theater. Oh man, <laughs> I love that game. If you've never played Battle Block Theater, on Xbox or whatever, go play it. It's, it's amazing. Ball. The store or just YouTube Battle Block Theater, all cutscenes. It's the funniest game. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, tangent. So Scotty got so into this game, and like you could set difficulty. Essentially, a uh, higher difficulty just meant that you would. Um, increase how many tiles were sinking every time there was a flood tile every time there's a flood card drawn Mm -hmm. rather than having two sink at first it would maybe be three or four would immediately flood at the beginning and you know the different characters had different abilities to either move around or you know hand cards or whatever Um, so he got really into that and we played that a lot we would play like three or four times Mm -hmm. you know whenever he would come over and we would try and like play really really difficult levels and try and win that was, you know, I would say that that was like the intro to our gaming. Mm-hmm. Then we got here and things kind of settled down for a while.
0: I think we were just doing other things and trying to get our feet on the ground.
1: I and I don't remember. I here. think I came across the YouTube channel Shut Up and Sit Down. Ten of ten would right. recommend. Yeah, they're pretty good um, board game reviewers and um, yeah, like they don't usually do like playthroughs, but review games. Nah, but they're just fun. And People um, to watch. So I general. ended up getting the game Ethnos, I believe, mm-hmm. I got. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was one of like the first ones I got that they had like recommended. I'm we, sure got that we got yep, pretty Carcassonne pretty early was really on. To get to
0: Ride was also pretty early.
1: Right. All all that to say we moved here beginning of twenty seventeen, basically January first, twenty seventeen. And we didn't really get into like get into get into game until twenty eighteen, like I said. So there was there was some time where we were here and we weren't really playing a lot of board games. We also were like didn't have like a ton of like friend group built up yet. So, you know, and then even that, like the niche friend group of people who wanted to play board Mm -hmm. games and then the niche, niche, friend group of people that wanted to play board games that weren't Monopoly or catchphrase or like you know. So we ended up having I went over to Brett's house and uh, Andy Bang and Brett and Garrett and myself, and maybe there were some other people there. We played um, Lords of Waterdeep.
0: Oh, yes. That's another one we got early for that reason. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So we ended up getting Lords of Waterdeep after that. And then sometime after that, we had people over and we were going to play games, and Brock and Camille came and they were like the board game board game people you know that mm-hmm, we didn't really mm-hmm. know they were board game board game people at the time we just knew that they liked board games yeah. i guess so we invited them and they brought ticket to ride and we played ticket to ride and that was a really fun one mm-hmm. and we learned you know obviously even more about different games cuz still at this point i wasn't really like branching out too hard into games because we didn't play a ton of games right. so like we had like at the maybe time ten... you had
0: like a a sensibility of well I don't want to buy it if we're not going to play it. Right. That is all sense gone out the window, which just want okay. everyone to know.
1: <laughs> well, there are, most of these games I'll we'll play.
0: Yeah, eventually. I can at least tell you that we've got at least half a dozen that we have on the shelf that we have had for a while that we have not played. So
1: I don't know if it's that many. I think it is. There's probably only like 3, I'm 4 maybe. 1 2 Not
0: three, the point. 4 Not the point,
1: not the point.
0: 5 like At least 5. <laughs> Six. Six.
1: No, I'm just... It's
0: all I needed to get to. I'm joking. Let's change the subject. Eight. Okay.
1: <laughs> Any, so anyways, um, Brock and Camille then kind of...
0: Introduced us to Ticket to Ride and some right. other... Right, and
1: so that, I would say, kind of reignited my mm. passion for board games. Sure. And I got really invested in looking at reviews, watching video reviews, watching how to play. I will say
0: another thing that happened around that same time is in December, or no, sorry, October of 2018, we went to Mall of America.
1: Yes. So here's what happened. This this is, I was really into board games, and this is what like kicked me off the cliff.
0: If y'all don't know what Mall of America is, first of all, I'm sorry for you. Second of all, it's, It's I'm pretty sure, North America's largest mall. I wanna say that's true. I don't know for sure. I had don't never heard of
1: Mall of America until I moved to South Dakota. To
0: South Dakota. So it's in Minneapolis, which is in Minnesota. It's about a three hour drive from where we live, um, maybe four hours, and it's a gigantic mall and there's little there's, to no sales tax, which is really nice.
1: There are roller coasters yep. in this mall. It's like a whole thing. Like park if you've inside. never heard of the Mall of America, just Google Mall it's of incredible. America. It's literally like insane. It's we like went an indoor for... roller
0: treat yourself yeah. day which was great um but in mall of america they have this board game store that is like next level yeah i, don't, I can't remember and what the name is i have no like, idea i think it's like jacob's Board. it's something very generic yeah. um but ethan found a couple of different games and he was hesitant to buy them at the time because he hadn't read reviews or whatever he just a couple that caught his eye via like be it aesthetically or like that looks really fun those kinds of things but with the price point he was like i don't know if we're gonna like these and so he didn't Buy them. And I think it was a full year before you got every single one that you were interested in at the time.
1: I only... I remember seeing a feast for Odin. Yep. And I was which like, we have Vikings, <laughs> I'm all in. Like, give me this Viking game. Yep. I want to feast with Odin. Terraforming Mars was
0: one that oh. you also saw that time. Okay. Which we have now. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was one more and I don't remember yeah, what it is. I, um...
1: Hmm. I couldn't tell you. Was it War for hmm. the Ring? No. no. No, it definitely was not that... Some other one. Um, yeah, there, there might have been another one that I'd seen. But
0: I remember oh. him being like, I finally did it. I got all three after like a year plus of. Right. Um, so that was, I remember that trip in general being really fun. And then that, the board that game like store. was like the
1: second or third time I'd been to Mall of America because I went with. Right. Uh, he went
0: without me well, to okay, the shopping capital. With, Excuse with me.
1: Brett and Garrett and Josh. So it was like, Bullies, it was like a guy's like life a, group thing. Like it wasn't. Foolish. No girls allowed.
0: Truly. That's a whole other thing we do not have time for. Um, But I remember feeling like, you know, I had never been to Mall of America. I think my mom had been at some point when she was, you know, traveling and she used to work in New York. And so it was like...
1: uh, Also, to clarify, uh, we were not originally planning to go to Mall of America. We were going to go to some theme park. Right. But it rained. Yes. So we went to Mall of America. You guys
0: were going to go to, what was it called? Valley View? Valley? Valley Fair. Valley Fair. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And then it, it rained. You got rained out. So you went to... Mall of America, which I was like, don't go to Mall of America without me, and then you did because <laughs> you didn't well, have a choice. You got avoided. Vote. It yeah. got avoided. I so, didn't
1: vote against it either.
0: Um. Anyway, Mall of America is a, a lovely place, and when I was saying like no sales tax, there is no sales tax in Minnesota on necessary items.
1: Right. So board games are not within, included in that yeah, for some unfortunately.
0: reason. Um. But within like the Mall of America, then if you buy clothes or shoes or all all of that's considered necessary items and therefore is like tax-free, which is just an incredible experience. I'm like, y'all could not have picked a better place to put that mall. Also, there's an Ikea like right there. So Hmm. that's the closest Ikea to us in case you were wondering. Yeah. You don't like Ikea? He gave a thumbs down for people not watching on YouTube. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Not what we're talking about. Board Games, Mall of America helped also fuel that Mm -hmm. desire within you. Um, And then we got back, and then I think that's when things started to, like, heat up a little bit. You were like, okay, now I got to And I think at the same time...
1: That's my thinking noise?
0: Yeah. Exactly. I'm channeling, like, Elizabeth when she's like... Um, Anyway. Elizabeth. Elizabeth Ennels. That's what she does.
1: Anyway. I haven't seen it.
0: Great. Um, We also... There's a store in town called Game Chest, and I feel like they were also kind of... Ethan was getting into board games and then like somewhere in the middle, beginning, middle-ish of 2019, I was over in that building and I'd seen like, oh, there's like an actual board game store opening in our city. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of thing. So I remember telling you about that, but then they also had weird hours at the time. And so we've been to Game Chest in town a couple of times, yeah. but they just, their hours don't usually line up the with day, your work The schedule. days
1: that I have off, well, so Sunday we're usually at church for a good majority of the day and mm-hmm. then we're like coming home and we sometimes have Sunday evening plans um but then monday tuesday they're, they're closed and yeah. those are my normal days off and then wednesday they don't open until 2 which is when i go into work on mm-hmm. wednesday thursday i'm at work like all day friday evening i suppose i could go cuz i we get off work for at 4 night night usually that would be good but yeah they but they also have like an online you can like order games online oh, and right. i could probably do in-store pickup and like that like they're yeah. a local small business like so it's not like right like you can talk to them and work with them. Like I, I pre-ordered a War of Whispers with them and then it went out of pre-order, but I was like, I'll oh, just leave my order on in case you get it. But then I found it on Amazon because it got released. Like Did you collectors. cancel it with them then? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
0: Good. Proud of you. All right. So all of that to say, we had a journey into the board game territory that we are in now mm-hmm. and it has been a wild ride. Yeah. Um, I think our favorite games to play in group settings with people that are not quite into board games, but still like to have fun with a board game here and here and there are Sushi Go Party mm-hmm. is a staple of ours. That's
1: a fan favorite.
0: Um, Where Words is another like fan favorite. I feel like our friends, we taught them a couple of games and they just like latched on and now every time they ask for those. <laughs> yeah, so but like, it's, it's like, those ah, are, I just want to help you out. Those are easy out.
1: games and like yeah. they're repeatable. Like Where Words is super repeatable. Yeah. Um, we played replays, Cash and Guns. That's a fun super one. Super fun.
0: Yep. Um, I'm looking at our shelf here. I feel like there's not... It's tricky with board games because the as you go up in number of people, you have to kind of go down in quality of game, unfortunately. Not... Not totally always necessarily. But I would say, for the most part,
1: I would I would say strategically, yes. Like if you have a big group of people, you can't usually be like a strategy game, right?
0: You have to. Um, you're kind of like limit for strategic games. Maybe I'll is like, like I'll flash five. Up a,
1: a picture of our shelf. Our shelf. So if you're if you're watching on YouTube, look here's our here's our <laughs> here's our shelf right here, right now. Um, rip. You
0: can. I mean, shelf you see the. Um, there's a lot you're typically out of strategic territory by the time you hit five players right
1: like party games have a different feel than yeah, right like, and typically
0: we're not know, in groups less. of five or less you already you have the two of us that's one other couple and you're already at four you know what i'm saying yeah. so it just mm-hmm. it, it, it's hard to keep those kinds of things um small in that in that way
1: yeah um but yeah i'm looking at the shelf right now and yeah, there's a Azul is a good one to play mm-hmm. with people for the first time. Carcassonne is a good game love to play with people.
0: We've taken that to dinners a couple of Baron, times.
1: Baron Baron Park is another good yep. one to start people out on. Welcome to is a great game I to start to. people to. Cartographers I would also put in the in same the category as Welcome to. to. Right. Um,
0: Mystic Market is a new one we just got. Mystic Market like a week is ago a pretty and good, good and a really one good... to get
1: people into. El Dorado. Eldorado El is like Colorado a great, classic. great game to get people into it. Uh, pandemic or Forbidden Island, yeah. Forbidden so Sky, are Forbidden Desert—those three. A
0: couple of options for people that are just starting Splendor, to get their that's a pretty good one. feet wet with like the games of like, okay, I don't really know if this is something that you know. But you're not—you're one level up from Monopoly and Sorry, mm-hmm. and and that even includes like Monopoly Deal and Monopoly Gamer. It doesn't matter how you package Monopoly; it's all basic
1: monopoly deal is pretty fun it's all basic it's basic but it's pretty fun um it's basic fun
0: so yeah that's like one step up
1: like coup that's a pretty basic game but it's really fun
0: yeah but not as basic as monopoly sure um cockroach cockroach that (laughs) past that you get into kind of a different territory so those are all all the ones that we just named i would consider maybe a level one maybe a level two kind of games good gateway games past that you get into sort of more of like a more difficult stretch um which would put you in your level two-ish two to three i would put like villainous in that category there are some people i would play with it disney's villainous villainous, by the way there are some people i would play it with that i would
1: like trust them to
0: like oh you know what you're doing and this is great and there are some people that i'm like uh um and that's because Villainous is an unbalanced game. Not everyone is going for the same. Right. Goal. The, fir- the
1: first time we played, I didn't understand the unbalanced aspect. Mm-hmm. I never really played like an asymmetric game at the time, so I was playing as Captain Hook, and you were playing as uh, Maleficent. Maleficent. The first time. And so Maleficent for is me, so easy, by the way. For me, I had to like, because I was Hook. I had to like find Peter Pan. Well, I had to find Peter Pan's hideout. Then once I got Peter Pan's hideout unlocked, then I could find Peter Pan. Then once I found Peter Pan, I had to move him to Hook's ship, the Jolly Roger. And then once he was at the Jolly Roger, I could vanquish him. And so...
0: It's a lot more involved than, like, right. mine, which is, like, complex. you have to end the game with however many curses at the start of your turn. And right, I like, and well, I,
1: so, yeah, so I wasn't, um, using the hero Yeah, cards. you weren't, like,
0: paying attention as much to me to yeah. sabotage me as you should have Right,
1: been. so it was, like, turn yeah. four or five, and you were, like, I won, and I was, like, how did you win so quickly? Like, I haven't even found Yeah. the Lost Boys hideout. Um. And you're, like, I just have to have curses. <laughs> and I was, like, oh, we're playing two very that, different games yeah. right now.
0: Yeah, Um. So, once you get into that, like, asymmetrical games will kind of do that for you, make things a little bit more difficult. Other, like, slightly more difficult games probably include, mm, I don't know, uh, Taverns of Typenthal I would probably rate as, like, a level three.
1: Taverns, Quacks of Gwedlinburg.
0: Mm-hmm. Um...
1: Um, Village
0: is probably more of a level 3. That's a worker placement.
1: Yeah, horrified.
0: Root is another asymmetrical, and so that kind of makes things a little more difficult. I'd
1: say Root's probably like a 4.
0: You think so, level 4?
1: I mean, do you remember playing Root? I, I loved it. I had a great time. I don't time. have a good experience with Root. Root is Root is um, in my top 3 favorite games right now. Oh my gosh, absolutely not.
0: Uh Clank is another one that's probably like a level 3.
1: Yeah. Clank um, is a fun one.
0: So a lot of, you know, you get, you're just like dipping your toe in deeper and deeper. And as you get into the heavier weight games, then you go into A Feast for Odin. That's a heavyweight game. We haven't played Dune yet, but I've heard it's a heavyweight game. Um, Heavier
1: weight game, yeah. uh, There's just some weird mechanical rules that...
0: War of the Ring. War for the Ring, sorry, is a heavier weight game. Terraforming Mars is a heavier weight. War of the Ring. Is it War of?
1: Okay. Lord of the Rings, War War of the the Ring. Ring. It's the same.
0: Um, terraforming Mars is terraforming a heavier Mars. weight game. I just got
1: Terraforming Card. Terraforming Mars, the card game, because I backed Let it on Kickstarter. And uh, That's a good one. Terraforming Mars, the card game, is supposedly easier than Terraforming Mars. I really, really liked Terraforming Mars. It was a little bit slow in the beginning to get going, but I got an expansion that jumpstarts mm-hmm. the beginning of the game. You jump in with like oh, nice. more money, more resources. Nice. You don't have to like build up so um, long.
0: I think, too, we kind of made a decision pretty early well maybe not as early as we should have but that if brock and camille have a game we're not going to buy that game because chances are we will only play with or them same with
1: like caleb and morgan now right like, like we're not we're people not gonna that we're going to play games over, with
0: oh twilight yeah. imperium that's a level four for sure yeah. i
1: haven't played twilight imperium yet told you this is the game that can take anywhere from four to twelve Please hours send
0: friends for him because it will not be me like, I will not, I, no. Listen, like, I am all down for a board game. I'm all down to play a, like, two and a half, three hour board game. Feast for Odin tends to take that time, and I'm here for Twilight
1: it. Twilight Imperium but could take two to no. three hours. If you, if you play, as long as you understand. No. As long as you understand the mechanics and the rules. It no. It what? won't take that long.
0: Um, Gloomhaven is another one that's a level or five stupidness our rating system only goes up to level four personally like what we've rated oh i on don't, the inventory I don't really
1: keep I do track of like I'm the, the one rating system has to bring the games to the friends right but i just think like oh is, are people gonna enjoy this are people gonna play this you right know.
0: and that's based on difficulty level because if you give someone who's at a level two capacity a level four okay. game they're gonna check out um
1: they might not though
0: it's just it's a progression you know Other games that we have that I didn't mention. give them a little
1: taste of the heroin. Don't give them the whole...
0: (laughs) Other games that we have that I didn't mention that I do really enjoy, Space Base is very fun. We played
1: a ton of Space Base. Mm -hmm. And then we played the Space Base Shy Pluto, which was like a legacy expansion. And then we stopped because we played a lot of Space Base. But Space Base is a really, really really fun fun game.
0: Sonora, I love a lot.
1: Sonora. Um, I really like Captain Sonar. mm -hmm. That's a fun one.
0: I'm trying to look at this. Shelf and see what else we didn't mention. Um,
1: I love Bonanza. Yes, yeah, Bonanza is a good a, one. You're a bean farmer and you're planting beans. It's like a level one, level two. Is it's easy, such a fun it's game. So fun. It's so yeah, fun. It's I love game. Bonanza.
0: Um, I did really enjoy Mystic Market when we played it. Mm-hmm. Uh, last, Parks is another one we didn't mention yet.
1: Parks, Parks is, is fun. is quite
0: fun. Various that pleasing. Did we mention pleasing.
1: Sagrada? Because no, Sagrada is also good. great. Um, Here to Slay. That's also mm-hmm. like in my top five games right now. Mm-hmm. That's a really fun game.
0: Yeah, we have a lot of good options. War of, War
1: of Whispers, that has...
0: Yes, we just played that for the first time right. last night. It and could, and was yeah, it could
1: just be like, oh, it's a new game that we mm-hmm. just played, but I really enjoyed War of Whispers. That, it was a very interesting concept to me. Anyone has seen...
0: Game of Thrones, which I'm sure encompasses a lot of people, um, yeah, not that we recommend it. Don't I'm just saying, it. uh, a War of Whispers is, is kind of like Varys and his whole yeah, it's basically life. but a Game of Thrones. It was game. interesting when it's we were game playing the Game of Thrones
1: game, but it's not the Game of Thrones. Right
0: when we were playing last night, a lot of the because there's a game Thron- different there's an
1: actual Game of Thrones game. Oh yeah, we would no, which is of... long and complex and not although there is good a Game of I've Thrones
0: heard. catan, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but um, don't but don't we're playing a play War of Whispers.
0: We set up the board and there's like. Banners for the different uh, houses, if you will, basically. And they are all, almost all of them are, like, match up to the banners and the, like, symbols and the houses of Game of Thrones. And I was like, what is happening? Um, so that was kind of coincidental. Another thing I will say that I wanted to note about Catan, I didn't play actual Settlers of Catan until I had played all of the other versions of Catan that we have. <laughs> So oh, I had never played, played like, the original Catan. Catan. We have a Catan dice game, we have a Catan card game, we have a Catan two player card Rivals game that's for different, Catan. Rivals for Catan. We have um several Catans. Well, we have a
1: and it's funny because... Yeah, several the... different
0: Catans. And I hadn't played... And I played Rivals and all of the expansions for Rival, all of those, before I'd actually sat down and played a more than two-player game.
1: Well, and it's it's funny because Catan. we, we the, the Settlers of Catan I have is the Settlers of Catan. Right, they've changed but They've it now. rebranded to just Catan, Catan. trying to right. drop that Settlers colonial expansionism, whatever, they, like... You
0: know, politically correct. Sure. Speaking of colonial expansion, and... we also have the Oregon Trail. <laughs> that is a super fun game, and it's actually super difficult. Like, I really enjoy it, but it's it's chance-based because there's, like, car drawing no, we've never, and dice rolling. We've
1: never games. gotten we've never won. <laughs> close to winning. We've not even, I think, got 50% of the way no, for through sure the trail. Not.
0: Yeah, it's it's a um, tricky one, but it is fun. Yeah. Because the, the reason is because of the same, the same way in the Oregon Trail computer game originally, is so that you can die for any reason at any time, which is kind of like life. Um, but... It was, it's very much like you can just pull a card that's like, you have died of dysentery and then you like can't do anything to save yourself. And so you're dead and your team is left. You know, if you're only playing with two people, that leaves one person and he can't do everything, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I remember Oregon Trail being difficult as a card game to continue with.
1: Top five games. What are your top five games right oh, now? Oh,
0: Lord have mercy. Um, Probably in no particular order because I'm just thinking about them, but um, Welcome to Your Perfect Home. Okay. Definitely is one of them um pinball we don't even have pinball i will put it for ah, that is first actually um we talked about that in the first episode the pinball roll and write. it's up there Man, it's it is soup's fun um probably mystic market because it's new we only played it that one time the, the pieces are very nice aesthetically it's very pleasing quacks obviously quacks of quedlinburg that gets me at four i think mm-hmm. um And then to tie a bow on it, and we haven't really played it a lot, but probably Sonora is a really fun Mm. one that I really like. And as I'm finishing up that list, I'm pretty sure, like, three of the five are rolling rights. So,
1: (laughs) rolling rights are super, super good. Super popular. Super good right now.
0: The real Mm. the reason I like rolling rights is because you're not. I mean, aside from Sonora, which is like a flicking right, which I will let you figure out what that means. Um you're not fighting anyone you're not actively engaging save google, <laughs> <laughs> save google search you're not like and same with quacks it's like you're not actively fighting anyone you're sure. playing your own yeah. game it's up to you and your strategy and how you're playing but you're not actively aggravating anyone for any reason and i just think right. it's very i like that that peaceful play about mm-hmm. rolling rights for sure i would say
1: top five, top five games for me War of the Ring, mm-hmm. probably my number one game. It's just such a good. I I just love Lord of the Rings so much, and War of the Ring is so faithful and so good that that's probably my favorite game. So War of the War of the Ring, War War of Whispers, mm-hmm. uh, Here to Slay, mm-hmm. Quacks of Quedlinburg. So
0: good. We both we've put it at four. One more.
1: I know. I'm torn between Root and Eldorado. I'd probably put Root.
0: Eldorado's so good. We just haven't played it in a long time. Yeah,
1: Eldorado just barely gets squeaked out of the list by Root. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't put Terraforming Mars on that list either, but that's like also one of my favorites. Sorry. We haven't Sorry, played a lot. Yeah. We only, only played Clank once. It was fun. And I have Clank Legacy, so and we have yet though. to start Clank Legacy. Clink um, is
0: like a there and back. So you essentially. It's, like a, it's a dungeon. Yeah, dungeon crawler. crawler. Dungeon right. crawler so you're game, sort going of. Going down to the bottom of something. Yeah, you run into a, pinging, a dungeon, a try and get stuff. treasure, and get Flank out before out. the dragon kills everybody. And it's so
1: stressful. It is, but it's super fun. So those are probably my my top five games right now hmm. and it, it obviously changes like war of whispers we should put a disclaimer at
0: the beginning of this that like puts a time code for the top five favorites, so that people don't have to listen to us blabber on about all of the games that we own no,
1: you have to listen <laughs> the entire time if you want to get our top we should fives. just you know
0: tldr <laughs> these are our top fives and that's it yeah
1: i'll also put the caveat i think i'm really going to like dune, dune. just because of the you know the review and the how to plays that i've watched sure. look really really fun but we haven't played it yet it also depends on like the group of people you're playing with it and like how yeah. everyone's attitude is at the time you know if people kind of check out halfway through it can kind of you know put a damper on the game sounds like me <laughs> um, it's going to
0: be 4 hours i can't be expected to have my attention held that long movies are usually only 2 hours save for hamilton which Lord is of the, the exception the Rings. Exactly. When is the last time I watched *Lord of the Rings* with you? When I was getting my hair braided in, I was a captive audience, and I couldn't go anywhere or do anything yeah, about it.
1: I had a great time. <laughs> Rip. Anyways, so that's uh,
0: on board games. We love them.
1: I I will say, clo- closing thoughts here because don't want to be too long. Um, one of one of my favorite things about board games is just the like um, like the social interaction, like person to person, sure. player to player interaction. That I feel like as a society, and I'm gonna sound like an old back in my <laughs> day, you, you kids with your internet, you know, I mean? nowadays. No, but true. just like the the social interaction, you're engaged in conversation, you're engaged in thought. You're not just like scrolling through Instagram reels or whatever. Like you're thinking about strategy. You're having conversations with friends. It can be. You know, it can be a light situation where you're playing a game, like we played uh that Joe
0: Oh yeah, Joe Name It. Joe
1: Name It. That, that was, was pretty fun. That was a pretty fun game where it just
0: Lighthearted. Right. Lighthearted very funny. brings up
1: like random conversations yeah. you can play around and then like laugh and joke and talk about and then go right into the next round. It's super easy. Or you can play a game like Root where everyone is like focused on their board and they're like, Okay, like on my mm-hmm. next turn. And mm-hmm. then like someone makes a move and everyone's like oh my gosh or like war of whispers like where you know someone like builds up an army and then someone's like i'm gonna go send that army to get killed and you're like oh i did all this work to make a huge (laughs) army and then you just killed everybody
0: yeah it it also too board games can bring out the best and the worst in people and it's really fun to kind of the
1: burst of people (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's, it's very fun to be in that that balance i've you know we've had some heated moments where i've said some not so nice things to you and vice versa but i mean you leave it all on the table like you know yeah. what i'm saying it's yeah. it's just a fun yeah if you fun way
1: if you, yeah get a get a board game buy a board game one of our top five we recommend friends, them get some family well probably not my top five because one those of my are, top five i recommend games. them uh, twilight Imperium i haven't played that one yet but it's probably gonna be great Okay. Anyways, all of mine are buy, very. Yeah, yeah. Buy an easy game like Azul, yes. Sagrada, and you know, get Take your, your family, get your friends, play it. If you like it, awesome. If not, you can probably resell it for right. A...
0: And also, if you don't want to make that kind of commitment here in town, Game Chest not a sponsor. Uh, they do rental games, they so do rental that's games, a really they sell used easy games. way to get mm-hmm. your foot in the door and not make a huge commitment to a game that you don't know you're gonna like.
1: Exactly. So get some. Get, get some, some games. Friends, get some friends. Some family, friends, people, games. Get it all. <laughs> Tell they get you. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: Bye. Oh,